it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. Hey guys, uh, some of you may have noticed on last week's Thursday email episode that what was missing from the O Steve was the O Steve music. Um, and first off, uh, we know how hard Steve works uh, putting this thing together. So we're very grateful and we love Steve, but he's human. And sometimes humans make mistakes. Um, it happens. What the fuck? Nobody's perfect. Um, so that being said, <clears throat> and I listen to the podcast because I always refer to it as game tape. You know, you, you watch game tape, so you try to figure out how to improve, where to get better, where'd you made, where you made your mistakes, what jokes you could have added, what you shouldn't have said. So I, I was listening to game tape as I was in the grocery store. And when I said the old Steve thing, no music came on. As a matter of fact, you heard me counting us back in to the podcast. So uh, needless to say, uh, when I heard that and I didn't hear the music, um, I, I, was, I, was, I had a reaction. I had a reaction, Andy. What was the response to you? Oh, Steve. Okay. Did you hear the music? Yes, I heard the music this time. <laughs> Did y'all hear the music? Gemini <laughs> right. uh, Sylvester. Porn movie names. Pulp Fiction is now Plump Fiction. Starring John Wilbonia. <laughs> John Wilbonia. John that's Wilbonia. Good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and Plump and Virgin Uma Thurman. I don't get the Plump and Virgin part. I didn't get that one either. Is that a is that a is there a pulp fiction reference I'm missing? He says, and plump and virgin, and puts in parentheses, oh, Uma Thurman. It's a play on Uma Thurman. Plump and virgin. Uma Thurman. Yeah. But that doesn't really connect, right? No, it doesn't stand on its own. Yeah. I uh, hope this makes the pod. Thanks, Jamani. Appreciate it, Jamani. We love the uh John Wabonia. I, I got one from uh, Justin from the Bronx. Remember Justin came out? In, Justin Poppy? Uh, I think we got the same one. He, he said Justin Pod Poppy Current Events. No, what did you got? No, I got I got his uh, his. Uh, this is Justin. The one, he came out and saw us at Levity Live up in uh, upstate. In okay. Nyack. His was uh, Little Ho on the Prairie. Okay. Gay and Curious. Gay and Curious. Yeah. What played off what? Uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Gay and Curious. <laughs> It's all uh, homosexual sex and fast cars. There you go. Uh, and then how Stella got hit from the back. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah. And that nigga in the movie was Tay Diggs. Tay Dix. <laughs> Tay Dix. The E point should have. Yeah, you go. know what I mean? Tay Dix. Estella, I want to come bring you your melon for the morning. And while I come give you your melon and your fruit, I got strawberry, I got watermelon, I got grapes, and I got banana. <laughs> Bend over so I can give you my banana. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Tay Dix. I don't like Tay Dix. I'm just saying I like Tay Dix. You said it twice, though. I was like, I stepped in shit. Oh, I was Chris Rock. I don't like Tate Dix. I just said I like Tate Dix. <laughs> Why does he repeat everything? That's such a Chris Rock-ism. It is, though. Every man knows racism. Every man knows racism. <laughs> I think I'm going to get that at some point. But when he when he's on when he's working it, he doesn't yeah. put any of those criticisms in it. Right. When I seen him at the comedy... Uh, oh, it's not polished yet. Yeah, but no, but he doesn't put him in. He wants the joke to be funny without the extra. Right. And then he'll put that extra on it to take it up that, right. that Chris level. All right. Uh, Sam Huey. Did you know, incidentally, uh, I saw on the internet, a couple people said, a couple sources interviewed people close to Will Smith, and his reaction was he was very hurt and disappointed that Chris would uh, say, that Chris said what he said on a special, and he, he just he, he was hurt, and he hopes they can finally get past it. But he was hurt. Well, that sounds fair because Chris was hurt before. Right. And now he'll be hurt. And now they can get past it because they're equally hurt. Right. <laughs> I did like when Chris said, when he was talking about Will and he was like, uh, this motherfucker uh, played Ali. <laughs> you saw how big he was? I played Pookie in New Jack. New Jack. He goes, this nigga takes his shirt off. You could see me in a movie. with my. Have you ever seen me in a movie with my shirt off? I could be getting open heart surgery. <laughs> And I have to sweat off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sam Huey. Uh, movie names. A&A, greetings from the Midwest. I may be a week late on this, but I got behind on the podcast. Here are some popular movie titles turned into porn titles for you to enjoy. And don't, I just want him not to feel bad for being a week late because when Aries gets people's instructions to listen to our podcast, we got people who are going to be, you know, six months, eight months late. So it's no big deal. A year deal. late. A year late. It's like getting a late Christmas gift. <laughs> I mean, I know it's June, but we got a gift. All right. White men can't hump. <laughs> uh, Harry Dick Guire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, you might like this one, Andy. Um, this is a playoff of that movie you said you saw you liked. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglory Hole Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. Extra testicle. Obviously about an alien with three nuts. Uh, you know, here's what would make that funny, too. Because, you know, porno is cheesy. So they take a black dude and they make him up in the face to look like E.T. And they give him a prosthetic third nut. But he got a really big dick. And like E.T.'s finger, the tip lights up. <laughs> See, now that's funny. But. There's there was a comedian when ET mm -hmm. years ago that had the extraterrestrials. They they, they had they said oh, that, really? they said that joke. So so you, extra testicle. You've heard that before. Yeah, I heard that. ET oh, okay. stands for extra testicle. Um, Indiana Bones. Uh, see, I don't like that one because Indiana Jones right. is actually an archaeologist, so the bones are part of what he would be looking for. So it sounds more like another sequel to Indiana Jones than a porno. Right, unless. 
Okay. Indiana Jones bones. And then we have to. Well, maybe. So, okay. Maybe if it's Indiana and he's archaeologist, which means they look for old artifacts and valuable things, right? Bones as well. Yeah. Maybe the porno is Indiana bones, but he fucks nothing but old pussy. Indiana old, bones, old bitches. Indiana bones. <laughs> okay, wait. See, my problem is I like the word bitches. I do. Right. And I say it on stage sometimes, and I don't I want to I was trying to think of a more, I don't know if classy is the right, right word, an artifact word, like an artifact to describe pussy. Indiana Vagina. bones. <laughs> nah, something that, it's got to be something more clever and stupid. I love the word vagina comically. Right. I, I, comically, for whatever reason, vagina just sounds so. Right. The clinical sound of, of that just sounds unfuckable. Okay. Okay. I got to think of something. There's something funny in that. Like, that's the movie title. Movie title. The movie title. I turn in Boston. It's the movie title. Uh, Indiana Bones. Like, how you know how they go, Indiana Jones, The Secret of Lost Skulls. There's got to be some way to describe fucking old women. Indiana Bones, The Secret of Lost Hoes. Something. Lost Holes. The Secret of Lost, lost holes. holes. Right. Okay, let me work on something. That. That, that, I mean, there's good. It's it's there. Right. It, it's needed that extra piece. The trans transporter. That's right. That's that. It, I, it's, I, it's it's a movie about a dude who starts off as a dude as the Jason Statham, but by the time he delivers the package, he's gotten rid of his package. What if it's that? No. Say it. Wait. 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 I was gonna say that. Uh, the trans transporter is that he's actually the transporter and he he's taking people that want to be trans to their surgery. Okay. Trans transporter. Okay. I just want to change your dick to a pussy. Hello, I'll take it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I'm telling you with some edibles, we would destroy these. <laughs> um, planet of the gapes. Yeah. 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 The fast and the fury bush. <laughs> that almost sounds like biblical. Yeah, could, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. Charlton Heston. I was thinking Charlton Heston, <laughs> but I'm like, what can you play with Heston? What is wrong with my fucking brain that I can't remember things? And I'll, I'll tell you, Charlton Heston, out of all the fucking. I'm telling you, man, it's like you you come out of a coma sometimes. Like you, my life. brain is just it, 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 it's it's you're you're on life support, but every now and then. You come out of your vegetative state. I do not know what's wrong with me. All right. Uh, get hard. No need to change the name here. Get hard. Is that an actual movie? Get hard? Yes. Let's see. I know it's stupid, but your movie is what? Get Shorty? Yeah. I love Get Shorty. Fuck Shorty. Fuck Shorty. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's movies where dudes have little dicks that are fucking these girls. They're getting blowjobs. Oof. Uh, that's weird. Like, I, why? And then he writes, I hope I made Andy giggle like a schoolgirl <laughs> with at least one of these. Uh, you did in, in Glory Hole Bastards. <laughs> Thanks for all the laughs and entertainment, guys. Keep up the good work. Get Sam. Hard. Get Hard 2015, Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, the new So that's game. why he was saying there's no need to change, change the title. Uh, 
Dude, it's, did you see the... It, I, sh- I should have showed you the cover. It, you don't have to change the cover if the cover looks like that. Yeah. Will <laughs> Braden... I mean, Kevin Hart, Braden, Will Ferrell's hair. Yeah. Right. That's funny. Dude, would you... Uh, you know, I, I know we're going back to the last yesterday's episode, but would you let your mom come to your high school game and bra- braid your hair? No, because you have to be raised in ignorance and ghettoisms to not have a problem no, but with that. You, okay let me ask you this if you're hard like you you're hard like you you're just that dude you know and you're you want your mom braiding your hair on, on basketball court versus you, like what your girl like nobody you're playing basketball it's like it's let, uh, let, let me tell you now, something man there is another level to niggerdom that i just don't speak i i i i i don't speak it i know of it i'm familiar with it i i've seen it if I'm around it, I can blend, but I just, it ain't me. Okay. I just, niggerdom is sagging your pants in public. Listen, I'm just saying wearing if, bonnets in public. If I was playing, if I'm playing basketball, I, I have no problem with this. I'm not the, knocking the ability anybody. to eat chicken wings and roll a blunt at the same time. That's niggerdom. That's skill level. That's skill level niggerdom. But I just couldn't imagine I'm playing basketball and then someone's, my mom comes up. I, my What did my mom brought me a vitamin? I'd be weird. I, I don't want my mom coming up to me while I'm playing. I don't know. That that was just a weird thing that you said earlier today. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Get back on track. Um, I saw Will Ferrell with his the, the braids and I saw yeah. Kevin. And it's just, yeah. uh, Kelly J. Porn titles and selective outrage. What's good, double O, double A, and double O, Andy? Doom, 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 doom. My favorite double A agents. It's been a while since I've emailed you fellas, but I haven't missed an episode. No, not one. I'm going to keep this email short and sweet. Here are a few titles for you guys. I struggled with altered names of actors, but I went ahead and sent what I had anyway because wrong answers are better than not completing the assignment at all. Sort of, LOL. Womb Raider. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Do me a... Doctor, do me a little. <laughs> That could be the little dick one. Yes, yes. Um, the Nutty Molester, starring Professor Sherman Cum and Jada Pinky in it. You know who Pinky is? She's a black porn chick named Hi. Pinky. She had like, like, like strawberry red hair. She's a fat Twinkie now, but back in the day, she was one of the black female go-tos in porn. Girls like her, Cherokee Diaz, Cherokee Diaz. Uh, I really didn't watch that many porns, but I know them two were like legendary. I have a hard enough time remembering <clears throat> names in regular life. Mm-hmm. I don't have really that many porn names in my head. Fellas, to the black men listening, I know you know. Cherokee Diaz. That almost sounds like it could be... Fellas, listen to me. Look at me. Wink, wink. I know Cherokee. <laughs> you understand me? Woo! All right. And lastly, if you're reading this on Thursday, then y'all probably already discussed Chris Rock's special on Wednesday episode. So if you have, please disregard. Uh, But if not, I got to hear you guys take on it, which you have because you already heard it. So please disregard. I personally thought it was genius. Oh, excuse me. God damn, Louis. Always during this. It was building up on the last episode. Oh, was it? Yes. All right. That's all I wanted. Uh, that's all I wanted for now. Keep going hard. Jew and jerk later. Um, 
I was going to comment on it, but I had a disregard. You had to disregard. <laughs> it's Boston. Regard. <laughs> you know where I saw that? Uh, in the movie Black Mass with uh, my, one of my favorite underrated mob movies, Johnny Depp, when the lead FBI agent or whatever he was, district attorney, whatever the fuck the guy was, the, the authorities, uh, <clears throat> when he was getting in good and tighter, with Bulgy, Bulge, Whitey Bulger. That would be a good porn name, by too. Good or and tighter. Good and tighter. Or Black Ass starring Whitey Bulger, Boulder, Bulger, Bulge, like Bulge. Bulger. Whitey Bulger. And it's a white dude with a massive cock, obviously. <clears throat> um, she goes, uh, he started dressing better because he's getting money under the table illegally. Black Massive Cock. Black Massive Cock. <laughs> but you keep, but then Whitey Bulger is in, can't be black mass. He's he's the he's the he's the district attorney. Who? Um, Bulger. But he's the bad guy. Oh yeah, see, right. yeah, 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 that okay. makes sense. All right. Anyway, she goes. Uh, I see you hold your fed and high regard. The Boston accent. I got way off topic. You? Why do you like this Boston accent so much? Because I'm. It, it's you know. It's, it's foreign. No, it, it's just it's weird. It is a little weird. It's weird. Like, you know, and, and, and to be from the East Coast, you would think most East Coast, New, Boston is not that far from New York. Right. So it's just amazing to me that New Yorkers in Boston, plus the rivalries and sports, they sound so vastly different. But I like, like New it. Yorkers say coffee. Yeah. You know, coffee. And, you know, the Bostonians... Patty, you know, they, they, they roll their ass. They're at their fucking ass or their ass or whatever the fuck it is. I just, I like how you pointed out, though, that black people don't get that accent. They don't, which is mind-blowing to me. They live there. They live there. But that's only the white people. That have it that way. You're fucking, they're Patty. All right. Um, <laughs> what would you do if you went to, like, a, an all-black party, but everybody, everybody was on, talking like that? That would be weird. So to throw a party, yeah. all black, but you have to talk. You got to come to the Patty shut. That did sound. I almost hurt myself. <laughs> Shit. Everybody has to talk that way. It doesn't have to be all black. It just everyone has to talk. Just that go way. to the bass, son. Yeah, that just <laughs> that'd be weird. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Um, <laughs> Ali D, the tits and or ass debate. Hey, A and A, just wanted to know your thoughts on this. If I had to choose between a girl with a nice ass but a flat chest. Or a girl with nice tit with tits but a flat ass, I would choose a nice ass all day. How about you guys? Also, this used to be such a conundrum for me. Um, also, is there such a thing as having too big of an ass? <clears throat> Andy just entered the chat. Um, also, is there? Uh, oh, uh, I asked because I see some of these female rappers that get these Brazilian butt lifts, and. They overdo it where I would need a 10-inch dick just to get to the goods. Like some of these women have like a foot or more of ass cheek check between of ass cheek. You mean to say cheek? It's a check. Ass check between you and the goods. And I don't think you can simply just part the cheeks like Moses parted the Red Sea. Since there is a lot of meat there. Anyway, hope to hear your thoughts on this. Also wanted to ask Andy how he feels about the sun's chances. To win a championship now that you've got KD on a team. Adios. I just think it's funny because the only time uh, you said this, uh, that you can fuck a girl with an ass that big, 
is when she's on her period during the Red Sea. <laughs> That's what you thought? I was thinking when he said that, that she right. would have to, because he said during the, like Moses in the Red Sea. So what he's saying is yeah, during her period, you could be able to fuck her because he could part her ass like Moses during when she's on her period because that's the Red Sea. You don't need to tell me every thought you have. <laughs> I was not expecting that, man. <laughs> I just heard when he said it. I just heard, I, I, know, I, heard, I, I saw, I got all those got visuals you. in my head. I got you. I think an ass can be too big. You don't think so. No, I think a fake ass can be too big and ridiculous. You know, I always say, you know, it's a real ass when the columns support the building. So if the thighs don't, if the thighs aren't, you can't have, and I've said this before, what I call that bird, quail booty. You can't have a ridiculous ass and two sticks for legs. You know it's fake. When the columns match, when the columns support the house, if you're going to have a big ass, you know who's a prime example? And this is what's so mind-blowing about her. Julie Cash. Porn star Julie Cash. Her ass is ridiculous, but you know it's real because her thighs are massive. They support, the columns support the building. That, I could take that all day. That's beautiful to me. But yeah, that fake booty with them little legs, ugh. Now don't confuse ugh with not fuckable. <laughs> I'm fucking, but ugh. No, I, 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 a manageable, proportionate look is what I desire. Listen, man, I've always said, just because shrimp has a lot of breading still don't make it shrimp. There's a lot of girls with a lot of breading, but you peel that breading away, still shrimp in there. Attached to that tail. You understand? So whatever you got to do to get past the breading, that pussy is the goal. <laughs> I mean, it's still shrimp in there. So eat. But have you saying that? Yes. Have you ever fucked a skinny girl? No ass. No. See, would you? I can't do it, dude. See, there, there is, there is your. You limits. know, somebody said. I think this is in the emails. <clears throat> somebody said they died laughing when you refer to Ann Coulter as pointies. What did you just call her? Edges. She has a lot of edges. A lot of edges. That is so disgusting to me. <laughs> Fucking a body of elbows, nigga. I, I, I don't, I don't know how, dude. When I see certain porn, or I see dudes. With, when I say skinny, and I've always said, I love a voluptuous woman, curves. And, and I've always said, there's a difference between fat and thick. I don't like fat. I'll take thick all day. A nice quadricep, hamstring, a beautiful calf muscle, and a heel. Mwah. Women that have from ass to feet, two poles. Don't give me olive oil. I, I don't like poles, nigga. Two sticks and heels. I, girls that are just straight bony? Nah, yo. That turns me off as much as a, 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 a big bitch. Like, just fat and sloppy. Nah, yo. <laughs> nah, I don't do melted ice cream, and I don't do toothpicks, nigga. <laughs> so you have limits. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Every man should have limits. Yeah, but you always act like, no, pussy first. Deal with the... I uh, um, I don't know how you some of you niggas fucked them pray mantis hoes. <laughs> Twigs, nigga. Ugh. Give me some meat. I, I always said that's... The, the meat on a woman is the play. That's where you play, nigga. If I get in the sandbox, bring the buckets and the scoopers and the, all the shit that you bring to the beach. Let's play. 
Let's play. <laughs> All right. Did you? But which would you take the the, the big titties and no oh! ass, no ass, or dude? This used to be such a conundrum for me. I was always a breast man. The bigger the tits, the more I'm gonna lose my mind. I love big tits. As I got older, I started appreciating fat ass. If I can get both, that's the creme de la creme. But if I had to pick, oh my God. Big tits and an ass as flat as notebook paper. Or big ass and two mosquito bites. Somebody said Aries? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, they didn't knock on this door, did they? No. It sounded like somebody in the hall said Aries. Did you hear that? I heard something, but I'm wearing headphones. Oh. Um, I got to go with the ass, too. I got to go with the ass. That means I'm going to have to, you know, anytime you try to turn around, I'm going to say, doggy style on your side. Those are your only <laughs> choices. I, I, I probably have to go titties. Because I'm looking at you. I'm but looking at you. But you're a white guy, so ass is not that... Culturally, inherently, ass is not that big a deal for you. Well, I have other issues with ass, too, because if you're... See, I'm going to lose Hispanic people on this one. Uh-oh. I'm going to lose Mexican people on this one. Uh-oh. A nice ass is great, That's but as, as Mexican asses get older, they don't get bubblier. They get wider. I don't mind wide. And flatter. Oh. They flatten out and they get wider. Oh. But titties are titties, man. No. No, they can't. No, no. no. I agree with you. They can lose. There was a fat bitch last night, nigga. She had IHOP titties. Well, yeah. I don't like flapjack titties, like pancake batter. They can lose their PSI. What's PSI? That's what's on your tire on how many pounds per square inch of air you're (laughs) supposed to have in them. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Pancake batter titties? Oh, no. Oh, no. The ones where they look like you could just throw it over your shoulder. and, oh. and hit the, Yeah, that, that, that's not good. But no, uh, um, yeah, I, I'll take... Uh, I, you, know, you, 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 you had the right answer, though. Both. Yes. But I, like, I, if I'm looking at you, I, I can't... I need to see some, some titties. Okay. To all the female listeners, send us pictures of what you think your best asset is either send us pictures of your titties or of your ass or both. (laughs) All right. PC organics episode four (laughs) God, Well, imagine if if, God of all the women we know on this podcast, who do you think would, if they were going to send one, who do you think would be most likely? Uh, I I don't know. I was going to say the, the chick from last night. What chick from last night? <laughs> there was a chick that said she listened to the podcast? No. Uh, the one you were having the most amount of fun with at, at the show last night. Uh, sitting in the front row. Oh, the lesbian chick. Yeah. Oh, no. You said that bitch like Gregory Hines. She had a mustache. She looked exactly like Gregory it's Hines. crazy. It, it, just a heavy Gregory Hines. Yes. Uh, okay. What up, ANA? Episode 444 was straight fire with Jay Moore. It was awesome. But yo, fuck you gonna visit. But yo, fuck you going to visit Mike at his house. Have that nigga on your show 
so we could all see and see you in your starstruck moment. Laugh aloud. I love how you said that. Like, that's just a phone call away to get Michael Jordan. Also, I know you guys gave me the dates for your DC shows, but I went to the DC Improv website and I cannot find it. That's because we're not going to be at DC Improv this year. Where are we going to be? You know the name of it? Yeah, it's... Uh, While it, I read, I'll let you find it. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I don't know if it's too soon. Please let me know. And like I said, I got you guys on flower treats or whatever you want. Aries, you said something when you was talking to Jay that made me write this email. <clears throat> Bro, if you are serious about losing weight, dude, you have to give up the alcohol. Seriously. And if you need another outlet, cannabis is a much healthier way to go for real. Your appetite will increase but it's easier to burn fat from bad food choices than it is from alcohol and bad food choices. Uh, yo, uh, have you guys seen the documentary What the Health on Netflix? If you have, I apologize. I've been a long-time listener, and I love the show, but I have to admit I came in around episode 200. So I don't know if you guys talked about this or not, but if you haven't, please check out What, that, check, please check out what the Health on Netflix. And hopefully you guys can talk about it on the podcast. Much love, a and um, You know what I've been doing a lot of lately? Uh, CMOS. Uh, it's supposed to be good for you. Yeah, I've been taking CMOS and... Uh, Eat more sushi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, CMOS and a bunch of other supplements. And I've been working out. And uh, my trainer sitting in the steam room. We're up to 20 minutes now. Uh, 20 minutes in what? What do you mean? What, 20 minutes where? Sitting in a steam room. 20? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 10. Really? At first, I couldn't even do two minutes. In really? Too hot. I love the steam room. Do I love you really? Steam room saunas. Dude, let me tell you something. Uh, Desert when we, people. When we go to 24-hour fitness, what I don't like about it, besides the unbearable heat, uh, it's a sausage factory in that motherfucker. It'd be like 15 dudes in their pack, all sweating, with no shirts and sh- Little shorts and flip flops and sweat all in their puddles and their feet. You know, listen, man. Certain things I believe in doing alone, and I, I just, you know, being in a steam room with fifteen sweaty niggas, it just—I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're ruining it for people because you just go in there to get a sweat. That's I know, it. You but you're sitting down and everybody's shirtless. Have more steam so you can't see everybody. Drenched and sweating and wet. That's the that's the thing that gets me the most is that you know you get in there, you get a good steam going in the room, and then someone walks in, opens up the door, the steam leaves, then you see everybody in the room. Uh, or when it's really steamy and and people are looking for a place to sit, and yeah. I I don't want someone touching me, dude. Anyway. <laughs> I, I stand up against the wall and there's still a shitload of niggas in there. And then when the door opens, I actually try to stand near the door so I can catch the breeze. Dude, you, I, I, I'm sorry, but when you say that shit, it sounds like if you just weren't Aries, if you're a white dude, this is why white guys aren't allowed to say this shit because it becomes the most racist thing in the whole world when you say it. Right. I, I went to the steam room the other day and yeah. there was a whole bunch of... Black people. <laughs> <laughs> if I, it's just it's like I I gotta join I gotta I gotta join a different health club. Uh, yeah, I went to the steam room with a bunch of sweaty niggas in there. I felt like I was in a, a sea of wet Snickers bars. <laughs> just when you're saying I'm like this is just so incredibly horrible. Oh, dude, but it, it just shouldn't be that many sweaty dicks in one box, nigga. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's like a jar of pickles. It, ama- it amazes me how free <laughs> some dudes are. I'm not a free dude like that, man. It's a particular kind of dude. Like, dude, I, I, I always said, if I were to play professional sports, y'all shower when I get home or back to the hotel. How did you go through like physical education in school? You didn't shower. But with we the didn't rest do of anything dudes? that required showers, dude. I can't be naked with my dick out. You in didn't front play of any other sports. Dudes. You didn't play any sports. Yes, but not not organized. Like I, I like, like if we played dodgeball during gym class, but not like yo. I'm part of the football team or the basketball team where we travel on a bus. And play other schools. You got to take showers around other people. Maybe that's why, because you just nah, didn't have yo, to do it. I don't, let, because listen. you didn't have to do it. It just. I'm gonna it, be it real. I'm gonna be real. My cock ain't big enough to be out in front of all <laughs> motherfuckers, yo. Really? No. If I had a monster dick, I'd be the pride of walking around in the, in the locker room. No naked. one's. I would start conversations with you on purpose, just so you could know I'm the man. No one is supposed to be checking out your. You ain't dick supposed to. But when a motherfucker come hit you with a, a, a dick the size of Peter Dinklage, nigga, you're going to stare a little bit. You're going to be, not stare, but you're going to be like, what is this? You never heard me do this joke before because I know it, it It wasn't a great joke in the first place. Right. But I just don't do it because dick jokes in, in black rooms are not the- I told you, we're yeah. homophobic. But dude, I was, in, it, was in, it was in eighth grade. It was in junior high. And we took showers and we, we played basketball. We did everything. You have to go to go take the showers. We didn't look at dicks. We came back. Uh, this was after um, we went away for the summer. It's eighth grade. And uh, we're a, it, was, it was cement steps. Like in front of your locker was a cement place for you to sit. And you could sit and put on your shoes and your clothes, whatever. And you could also dry off there. And this dude, he went to dry off. I'll do this so that you can see it on the video. And I'm sitting right where this, like right here, talking to my friend right next to me. And the dude goes like this <laughs> to dry off. And he, he was the first, he was the first one of us to go through puberty, but he went, he shot through that motherfucker. This <sighs> fucking, and we, <laughs> me and the other dude sat there and I went, <laughs> and I did, we just left and then we walked out. I go, did you see that thing? And it was, Yo, yeah. So you yeah, do look, I'm, you yeah, can't help but yeah, look I'm sometimes. Not, yeah, man. I don't even want to be, you know what I mean? I just think there's certain things that are, there's a reason for the word privacy and real privacy means by yourself. That's why I told you, unless I absolutely, where I'm like, yo, if I don't go to the bathroom, I'm a shit on myself. Unless I'm at DEFCON 4, I don't use public bathrooms, dude. I get the the idea that you are next to me in in a booth and you're doodling (laughs) and your ass is open and I'm hearing... (laughs) It's disgusting to me. You know, what's funny about this, though, we we travel every week. So we at the airport. And when I get off a plane, a long flight, I told you I don't get up to piss if I... Because... It's, it's a fucking flight. Be a man. Fucking hold it. Uh, and uh, I don't want to make people move. I don't want to cause them. So I'll, I'll sit there. So when I get off, a lot of times I'm like, nah, I got to take a piss. Uh, and I don't take it. I, I walk a little bit till I find a place that looks like it's kind of empty. But almost every time you go into a place in the airport, there's a dude shitting in that airport. Oh, several feet. You see several, several feet. feet. And they're taking shit. And I, I, <laughs> I started doing this because it makes me laugh now. I heard the other day I went in and it grossed me out. This guy, it was just, it was a heart. Like this. And I just went, 
dude, you okay? <laughs> and everybody starts laughing. I walk out. It's like my, it's like my own little comedy show. I go, you okay? All right, mm. just check. Everybody's laughing and I walk out. You know out. what I learned in a lot of public bathrooms? The urinal that's right next to the first stall, don't use that one. Because a lot of times the, the, the wall is not close enough to the white wall. And you can see the image of the person taking a shit inside the stall <laughs> off the light. So I know, don't use that one. Because a person pissing in that urinal can see your whole backside. <laughs> I, I've never really put this much Dude, I'm, no, no, listen, listen. Next time you go into a public bathroom and you go to use the urinal, use the urinal that's closest to the first stall. Look at the wall as you're pissing and you're looking straight ahead. You can see if the, the divider is not actually touching the white wall, uh-huh. you can see, see the person shitting, dude. Have you ever gone to the movies and then went to the bathroom to take a piss afterwards and you see people walking in with their popcorn and oh. cups? That disgusts oh. me. Oh, like you getting shit stench <laughs> in your popcorn. The fumes. You're getting kernel shit in your popcorn. Oh. I'm telling you, negative, one of the most negative things ever. Nigga eating hot wings while taking shit. That does that really happen? Negadum. Do you hear me? I thought it was always like I, I'm being being honest. I thought this was like God. I, I'm gonna, it feels mean to say it. I thought this was a heavy people thing, fat people thing to do to eat while you're taking your shit. Niggas talk. The, the idea that you're replacing what you're getting rid of just doesn't work for me. Oof. There's a. Mo- I saw this movie. It's it's ta- it's called Tape Heads. I like some weird fucking movies and. Uh, it's John Cusack and Tim Robbins. If that's a porn name that is begging to be made. Tape heads, yeah. No, John Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so good. It's uh, it, Roscoe's is featured in it. Uh, yeah. It's all about this, these guys making videos. Anyway, uh, there's a scene where the security guard's eating a Twinkie while taking a shit, and it just grosses me out. That's Ugh. like, it's stuck in my head. Like, I'll never forget that scene because that's like, and every time that comes on, I just don't really look at it. John Cusack. Cusack. <laughs> Sacks are cute. That's the theme of the porn. Every woman goes, you got to fuck John. Why? He's got the cutest sacks. Are you John cute sacks? You want to see him? <laughs> Bone chicken. Wow, wow. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> and every time he unzips his pants and pulls them out, you don't actually see his nuts, but there's a light. Like there's a heaven light. Like when uh, they open this, uh, the briefcase in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. When he zips his pants and pulls his balls out, there's a light that comes out. <laughs> I would Those just, are cute sacks. I think that they should design pants that dudes get that when they undo the zipper, it makes the swing sound like when you pull a sword out of its uh, sheath. Right. Like, Who knows the word sheath? <laughs> Holy shit. Sheaf. You learn something every day. That's what that's called, the sheaf? How the fuck did you know that? I know. That's a Jeopardy question. <laughs> but, uh, but I won't remember someone's name that's in a movie what yesterday. What is the name of the housing department <laughs> from which a sword comes? I'll take sheaf for 300. Sheaf. All right. Um, all right. Okay. Angel X Santana. Hello, A&A. I'm late on the movie porn names, but here's mine. 
Jurassic Cock, starring <laughs> Sam Screwher. I don't know the guy's last name. But obviously, it's something that goes like that. Jeff Gold Penis. Uh, uh, and, and, and Let's Screw Her Again, starring Bill Coxby and Sidney Porker. I know they suck. Oh, well, keep the funny. I love it still. What if it was a uh, gay porn? It could be Jeff Goldbum. Right. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, even though you're trying to hide your anus from me, uh, my cock <laughs> finds a way. Ah, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, I, I, I met you in a back alley. <laughs> And uh, I bent you over, and you were trying to not, well, let me have sex. But my, my cock uh, found a way. <laughs> and the sequel then could be Jurassic Cock. And what if the first time <laughs> I get to, okay, wait. It's, okay. They're, they're genetically brought back to life by the old white guy. <laughs> From remember what was his name? John Ham, John Hammond, and that big moment where they see the Brachiosaurus. Dun, 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 and the old white man goes, but they modified the dinosaurs to look like penises, <laughs> giant penises. Welcome to Jurassic Cock. That was terrible. <laughs> No, because then you'd see the penis start taking leaves off the tree. Right. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> this is why we're children. Yes. And we amplify because we're comics. Yes. So men are children in the first place. We're infants. Yes. We're just little. Oh, boy. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Lamar Logan is Mars for Aries. Uh Dear Mr. Spears, Mr. Steinberg, Elon Musk, and the others that make up the uber-wealthy and influential want to go by Mars. But why? All my life I was taught that Mars is a desolate planet devoid of life. Have you considered that it's all been a lie? <clears throat> and Mars, in fact, is a vibrant and lush planet with an abundance of life and resources. For all we know, Martian pussy is the best pussy in the Milky Way. <laughs> And by comparison, the best earth pussy feels like sandpaper. And what of the poor Martian farmer when we land our spacecrafts when it's cornfield? When asked how these crop circles suddenly appeared, he'll point to the sky and say, it was a UFO Steve. Cheers to Party Wolf. This was an O Steve. That was way better without the O Steve in it. Yeah. Because it didn't even connect at the end. He just threw in an old Steve. Yeah. Yeah. You must have smoked some good grass. But that that's really funny, though. Like, you yeah, get the, that is a great point. What do we don't know? What if all that's fake? It's beautiful right. up there. And I love Martian pussy is the best. That's a great T-shirt. Martian pussy, pussy is, is the best, best pussy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he was high when he wrote that. <laughs> Tyquez at Yahoo.com. What's up, Aries and Andy Dream Team? It's your boy from Baltimore. Quick question. How do you guys feel about Charleston White? You know who that is? Mm -mm. Who is it? If I think he's who I think he is, uh, it's the little nigga that was on social media talking about how it's okay to rape women. 
What? And somehow he's still able to function. Uh, I got to read this one. I like this one. Remember our boy? Charleston White. I don't know that he's popular enough to come up. Yeah. He is? Dude, it's it's the internet. Charleston White. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody. Maybe I'm off. Hold on. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see if they have image. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Huh. I never heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's famous for a lot of stupid shit. All right. Go. Um, the boy, the dude who we read the email, Garby Marcellus. Yeah. And I say that's a jazz name. This is somebody else who wrote in. Check his name out. Otis Thelonious. That's a great name. That's too great. Hey, jazz fans, welcome back to QR. 738 in Cincinnati. You just heard Garby Marcellus on the ones and twos uh, playing the trombone and the clarinet. Guy has always been doubly talented. Coming up now, before we take a break, we have a new jazz player we're going to introduce you to. This is Otis Delonius. Uh, Otis is known for his great work on bass. Uh, did a big tour back in 1997 with uh, Charlene Papsmere. <laughs> And John Dukas, a uh, great tour they did in Germany, uh, West Berlin. You're going to enjoy the soothing sounds of Otis Thelonious here on uh, Jazz Cincinnati. Get ready, sit back, relax. I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I'll give you the award-winning recipe to my aunt's macaroni. He could do, a, his point would be, uh, help, don't bonus, Otis Thelonious. Hope, don't bonus? D- d- no, help. Don't bonus Otis Thelonious. Yeah. Why'd you turn it into porn? I thought it was great as jazz. It was great as jazz, but you know, we were doing porn too. Oh, okay. Okay. What uh so that is that his real name or is this? Otis, like some, no, it some, says Otis Thelonious. But is it a real name or is it just Tell his us, name? Otis. Is this your real name? Love to see you and Garby Marcellus on tour together. Next year there's gonna be a great tour with Otis Thelonious and Garbus. What was his name? Garbus. No, I, I, I garbage Marcellus. <laughs> I forgot. Gar, Gar, Garby. Garby. You Garby Marcellus and Otis Thelonious. I couldn't get I couldn't get that out of my mouth if I wanted to. Mm. Chris and Dave. A and A, what's good? Uh been a distant minute from the richest, brokest cat you ever heard. LOL. Hopefully, when you get this, you have talked about the special herd around the world. Selective outrage. Uh shot here in my hometown. Big up. Ooh, shit. It wasn't bad in my opinion. It was great to see Chris back on stage, kind of in rare form. He got some of that tambourine rust off and was working the stage like it was 1999 again, a la bigger and blacker. That was his special before this one. Tambourine. Yeah. Didn't enjoy that at all. But anyway, uh, but I, what I wanted to email you about to get your opinion on was this. Chris Rock's Bring the Pain and Dave Chappelle's Killing Them Softly. Uh, my comparable summation is that Bring the Pain for Chris is kind of like volume two, Hard Knock Life. And Dave's Killing Them Softly is like Dave's Illmatic. That Bring the Pain was a solid stand-up from Chris, so much so he has one-liners that are still talked about today. And it would be fair to say that Chris had been out making a name for himself via SNL, etc. But Bring the Pain was his solid Hard Knock Life piece of work that made people take notice and take him serious as a comic. Killing Them Softly, though, was just effortless beyond textbook stand-up that played on your thoughts, let alone words of thought. 
And the way that stand up had you thinking and laughter at the same time, had you thinking and laughter at the same time, whether you agreed with him or not, you can't deny the impact of the content in that special, especially how he weaved and tied things together poetically. And not to be forgotten, Patrice was just raw force that gave it to you smoothly, simple and plain like big. But if you weren't paying attention, you would have to run it back to try to catch it so you could make sense of it. P.S. What's your thoughts? P.S. Andy, I know you got some cocaine, cocaina from 88 stashed away in some shoulder pads somewhere. Peace, fellas. Uh, yeah, me and Andy kind of talked about this a little bit on the tail end of our discussion that you probably heard on yesterday's episode. I don't think those are bad comparisons. Um, again, when you talk about the greats, well, I've always said to me, uh, Dave is like Jay-Z and uh, Patrice is like Biggie. Uh, Chris, I can't put Chris in that mix. I know you're comparing Chris and Dave, but for me, it would be Dave and Patrice. Chris doesn't fall into that mix for me. Um, and I want to throw myself in the ring a little bit. I think if Dave is Jay-Z and Patrice is Biggie, I'm going to let y'all tell me, am I more Nas or Jadakiss? Now, Nas is spelled N-A-S. My initials are N-A-S, Nairobi Aries Spears. So I'm Nas from, from that standpoint. But I think y'all tell me, am I more Nas or Jada? It's going to be some corny motherfucker. Go right in and go, you young MC, LOL. Um, I think Chris belongs in, in, in the category though, man. I do. I, I know. But he's talking about specials too, though. So yeah. I, that's the comparison. Yeah. Because those specials hit like nothing. Like the, those are top tier specials. Right. And you know, Pat, uh, Patrice, and this is how ironic this is. Biggie only had two albums, Life After Death and uh, Notorious, the first one, if that's correct. Um, and Patrice really only had one special. I mean, if you count his half-hour special, his HBO half-hour, he had a Comedy Central half-hour, and he had his HBO half-hour, which I think is brilliant to this day. And then he had Elephant in the Room. Did you ever see his HBO half-hour? Yeah. That shit. It's I'm great. telling you, dude, the, the joke about the terrible train accident, women, what if you lost your pussy at a terrible train accident, the Mike Tyson rape joke, and the pussy bean. That's what I'm saying. Going back to the other comedian who I didn't mention. That that's that's another level of t- ability. But, that's but to, to tackle it a rape joke, rape, and what Patrice said made you go, hmm. What rapist wants to make a woman feel wonderful? And then he proceeded to do. Shut up, bitch! Nobody hear your screams as I peel back the hood of the pussy to expose your clitoris for maximum stimulation. Help! Help! He's in my pussy. Shut up, bitch. Nobody hear your screams. You can't even make a rapey face. Oh, my God. Woo. But just because it doesn't hit that level doesn't mean it's not good. There's greatness. You know what? You're right. So let me say this. If you're a steak lover and you really love a good steak, an aged, dry-aged steak, some marble, you're going to Ruth Chris. You're going to Del Frisco's. You're going to Smith and Walensky's. Every comic can't be those steakhouses. So you know what? Outback, 
Sizzler. There you go. Some comics are out back in Sizzler. Everybody can't be Ruth Chris. And it, it's the truth, though. All right. All right. Depending on the grade of steak also depends on your success rate in terms of pussy. You can fuck a bitch. You can get some pussy taking a bitch to, to Outback and Sizzler. But you really can fuck a bitch if you take her to Ruth Chris and Smith and Walensky's. So. Shit, at least it's steak. I'm fucking working at a burger place. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone to a steakhouse and not gotten a steak? I don't understand people who go to Ruth Chris and Smith and Walensky's and some of the top steakhouses and eat a burger. I mean, if you want a fucking steakhouse, if you want a burger, I go guess. get a fucking burger somewhere else. Dude, that new uh, Shake Shack burger, mm-hmm. the truffle burger. Yeah, that's is right. Man, I, I like Shake Shack. And if you don't like Shake Shack, that's fine with me. Uh, you don't need to write in. And tell me how how much better other places are. I like Shake Shack and that truffle burger is fucking it is good. And the truffle fries with the Parmesan mm. cheese. Mm. Who turn into a black woman in church? Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking about. It. I just would like to have that again right now, but I'm not eating burgers all the time. So I had one, and I got to wait now. Dude, I went to Ruth Chris recently and had lamb chops. How and was it? It was good. It was matter of fact, it was dynamite. You weren't mad that you didn't get a steak. I was okay. I was, but I said, "Fuck it." I keep seeing these lamb chops on the fucking menu, and I always get steak. Let me just one time switch it up. I wasn't mad at it, but I was like, damn, I didn't get a steak. Let me tell you something. There is nothing. And my mother introduced me to this. And I noticed a lot of steak places don't have this. Mint chutney. Yeah, for the lamb. For the lamb, yeah. Mint chutney with lamb is fucking to die. Did you get mint? No. They didn't have it? They didn't have it. They didn't even heard of it. And then my lady pointed out it's Indian. Chutney is Indian. Well, there, there's other there's other kinds of mint. There's other mint <clears throat> jellies that you can put on lamb besides mint chutney. There's other mint. They didn't really? Have, they didn't have any kind of mint jelly? I'd never even heard of any other kind. Yeah, there's other kinds. Other A lot of... It, I love your food knowledge, man. It's great. No, I don't have that much food knowledge. But when you do speak, you speak like you know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, I do. But the, 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 yeah, there's other, there's other mint. Uh, Would you ever put a condiment on a woman's vagina and eat what do you consider a condiment? Well, mint chutney is not a condiment, right? Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, yeah, anything you put on food is a condiment, yeah. right? Any, correct. Any, any, from a taste profile, yeah, I guess you. Could. I, I I could see mint chutney, eat mint chutney off a woman's pussy, because it's like jelly. It has a mint flavor. I could see that. Honey, honey, definitely. Oh, fellas, listen, you really want to blow a woman's mind? Let me, uh, this is, again, a little small lesson on clitoris. Get you a cup of water. Heat it up in the microwave, almost to boiling point. Sip on that water and get your mouth and your tongue hot. And then suck on the clit. If this bitch don't snatch the wig off you. I'm telling you, dog, let me tell you something. Temperatures. You know what I mean? Temperatures. Microwave that fucking water to the point of boiling. Smoke, steam coming off the cup. <laughs> Blow on it so you don't burn yourself. But just when you can take enough of it to where you don't burn yourself, 
Start off on the nipples. Suck the nipples with your hot tongue. Then hit that clitoris. I'm telling you. How long you, does your tongue stay hot? Even when it's not hot, it's warm. But if you can get it where it's hot, man, I'm telling you, look at that bitch. Them eyes are rolling, nigga. Did you ever see Nine and a Half Weeks with uh, Mickey Rourke and... Uh, I'm not going to remember her name. Kim Basinger? Yeah. Yes. You saw that? Yes. That, that, it's all about... Let me tell you something. The Getaway with Alec Baldwin yeah. and Kim Basinger. That scene in the hotel... And I was a kid when I saw this damn day. Teenager. When they're in the hotel and they about to fuck and there's the silhouette. He's sitting on the bed. She's standing in between his legs. And he takes her top or bra off. She has the her nipples, the way that her tits are hanging, and her nipples are exposed. And he just grabs them and sucks them. Oh, Jesus. I, my father is the reason I'm a fiend today. <laughs> but Kim Basinger, I'm sorry. Hot, which was hot back in the day. I think she's one of the hottest women one to ever walk. One of the sexiest walk. women. When she was in Batman? Oh. Oh. Yeah. There's some women who you just go, white women who you just go, I'll risk making some black women angry. <laughs> I'm going to walk this bitch into the beauty salon. Not that she can get her hair done. Just so I can go, hey, look. And we walk out. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most fucked up thing you've ever said. But it's funny. All right. Um, Femi Young Guns 8 at gmail.com. Chris Rock Live. Hi, ANA. I can't wait to hear what you guys will say about Chris Rock Live. By the way, I have always wanted to know what you thought about Ismo Nicola's stand up. You ever heard of this person? Hmm. I S M O. Ismo Nicola's. I personally think he is hilarious. I have a feeling you might not like his style, but I guess Andy does. Am I right? Why are you assuming Andy know who it is? By the way, I'm assuming you know who Ismo Lakola is. No, we, we don't. In case you don't, he is famous comedian from Finland, and he has been circling Ismo the American Lakola. comedy scene for a while now. Here is an example, and then he sends us a I, YouTube link. Like, I think I know who it is, though, now. The G C said... I think, I think you know who he is too. If I, if I, if it is the person I think it is. Pradax Gas is the first comedian from Finland to perform on American television. This is a first. He can be seen live at the Hollywood Laugh Factory this weekend and at the Improv in Bray, California, on February thirteenth. Did he say February? He did. He did. February. Very funny. Ismo. Yeah, you know who he is too. The night I went to, uh, the nah, night, son. You know who he is because yeah, he, he's performing at the Laugh yeah, Factory. I know. He's from the Laugh Factory. Not for me. Yeah, Not it, for me. It's funny, but it's a. It's a. I think it's funny, but it's a. It's a lot of the same note. You know what I mean, it, dude. But it's funny. I think he's funny, dude. I, I still think he's funny. Yeah. He's just making fun of uh, a lot of it's the, the the set that I saw was making fun of the English language about like how everything. Yeah, I, listen, man. I, we come from killers comedically, Americans. 
I always said it's almost like the 92 Dream Team. If we took our best comedians, if he was still here, Patrice, Dave, Burr, Rock. Um, give me some more great white names. Carlin. Carlin, you know, um, some more fucking uh, Monique. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. If we took our baddest, best comedians, I don't give a fuck what country we go to. The score is 130 to 7. America, we can't be fucked with comedically. We, we come from such turmoil, racism, poverty. Such, we come from all the things that make you fantastic. Well, it also originated here, stand-up. Well, that too, though. Yeah. But, but it's, it's like we, we just come from pain. And not to say that there aren't other countries that experience pain and suffering and hardships, because there are. But America, with our racism issue, we, we just, and our fuck you attitude, we just come from a place of just, where we just, comedy is, we, we are masters. Well, Every other, everybody else is catching up. Well, there's countries, a lot of countries don't even get comedy. They don't do, com- they don't have a com. It's not. If the joke isn't funny, I want you to cut off at his head. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to see this big burgeoning comedy scene. And I know there's a little one in Germany, but it's not like, can you imagine a bunch of German, it, like you tell a joke and a lot of laughter? I don't know. I know there's a little and, and you, scene And there. you said you never got a chance to do comedy in Europe, right? No, I never did. Dude, I I, I, again, I tried it. It's, they had, I remember, I, I can't remember what city I was in. They, t- they did a televised thing that was their version of Def Jam, where some of the, Comics spoke in their foreign language. And, and of course, the audience laughed, whatever. But I, I was like almost intimidated, like, how are they going to perceive? But they, their love for American anything is so strong. If you're even half funny, they give it to you. But then there are other places where you go where you're like, you feel like a fish out of water. Like Canada. You performed in Canada? With you. Oh, that's right. That is not, they don't get our kind of funny. I, I, I hate that was your only experience. Because I've performed in Edmonton, of course, Grant, Vancouver, and Toronto. Well, I heard Toronto's way different. And Vancouver is too. Way different, okay. Um, Calgary is. Edmonton uh, is a little tough. And Calgary was great for me. That's what, that was the, the Calgary was where the two white women wanted to fight me. The one girl threw a pitcher of beer at me. And the other girl tried to rush the stage and a boyfriend grabbed her. They just, they don't have that same sensibility. It's different. I'm telling you, man. It's like, listen, man, basketball, even though a lot of the rest of the world is caught up, but basketball, comedy, and hip hop and rap. Dude, have you ever heard foreign rap? Yeah. It's the most headache, migraine shit I've ever heard. When I play NBA 2K and, and now the soundtrack, They've got it's it's so global now, hip hop and rap, that they have like global rappers in England and certain other parts of the country rapping on the soundtrack. It's the worst. It's it's the worst. You never heard Tricky? Tricky? Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I can't help you. Ugh. Trying to rap in your foreign language, it the flow is horrible. Oof. And again, we come from killers, man. Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, You're fucking Scarface, Snoop, Tupac. 
Ice Cube. But you're entrenched in this. Now you go somewhere else, they don't have that. They have to they have to make That's it. That's why they're not fucking with us. They have to make it though. It they can, it's, it's hard. It's, we can't make everything all the time. Some things are just unfuckwittable. It's just unfuckwittable. That's the name of a porn. Unfuckwittable. The women who's women who are so horrendous that no man wants to fuck them. Unfuckwittable. And they fuck each other. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Unfuckwittable. We can't. Well, I have to favorite. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Let me read one more. Um, <laughs> what happened? Skill. Nope. <laughs> oh, like, 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 like Jerry's joke, like a king deleting people out of the phone. <laughs> Delete. This is a, this is the scroll of today. Uh, let me see. Let's let's get our man in here. Here he here he, Dewan Cass and his scroll. Uh, please read on the podcast. Chris Rock, Marlon Wayans, and the Smiths. What's up, my Hasidic homeboys? Fucking Hasidic homeboy. I love when he said that. It's the scroll master blaster with another chapter in laughter. This nigga. I like that. That's nice. Damn. That's, that's black shit. Hey, it's the scroll master blaster with another chapter in laughter. Let's go. Uh, by now, hopefully y'all watch Chris Rock and Marlon Wayne specials. One was entertaining and the other was a full-blown case of diarrhea. <laughs> Straight shit show. You know, sometimes in life, you don't have to say things. Things are said for you. Keep going. Uh, Chris did as usual. It wasn't gut-busting funny, but entertaining. The real entertainment came when he addressed the slap. In short, I think he made some valid points and did it in a good comedic fashion. You could still hear the hurt and frustration in his voice. I think he summed it up best when he said that Will practiced selective outrage. Outrage. Selective rage. I'm sorry. Selective outrage. Outrage. I know, but those five wheels were turning in a different direction. Oh. Um, <clears throat> now on to the shit show nigga Marlon Wayans. His HBO special was straight trash. How the fuck do you need to spend the entire stand-up talking about Will, Jada, and Chris? That's some weak-ass shit. Nothing on social issues, politicals, or politicals, politics, and nothing remotely funny. We learned from his special that his own family didn't think he could carry Chris's role in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. That's terrible in my Charles Barkley voice. At the end of the day, Will's still a bitch-ass nigga. Jada still has a cape on that cuckoo. Uh, and Chris just earned $40 million to address that shit a year later. That's my time, my dudes. I've cleaned this email up as best as possible so it doesn't read more than two or three minutes. Keep your pit pan strong and your whole train long. Jawan. <laughs> he has exited the building. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I can't argue. I, I, you know, um, that, I didn't say this when we were talking about Chris's uh, special. That last, what is it, eight minutes? Yes. That's almost, it, it's, it was good. It was almost as good as Bernie Mac's I ain't scared of you motherfuckers if we just broke that into it. 
just that chunk, that one piece, because it was. But the reason I really like it as much, mm. no, I'm going to say this because of his passion in it. He, I Chris's passion. Yeah, I never seen Chris. Not, oh, he was heated. Yeah, his words have never not been perfectly. The, the Chris Rock bounce in his voice. The Chris Rock said all the time. That it, it wasn't there. It, it wasn't consistent because the passion, the the, right. the, the and I, that's why I comedian the fun that the moment that Bernie Mac piece is on to, to me. That's still the greatest six minutes of comedy anybody's ever packed into six minutes. But what we didn't know, which Bernie Mac, Bill Bellamy. Yeah, I, I do the know the story. Right. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the context to that. And when you find out the context, context context it heightens why that was so great yeah because he really but what's amazing is it's great without knowing the context yeah. but when you really know the context you're like oh shit yeah and quick quiff cliff quick quiff and contact text what the fuck is happening to me i am turning into you a quick quiff that's another porn a quick quiff <laughs> i love it a quick quiff I'm going to say that to a broad. Aries, I don't want to fuck. Baby, please, let me just get a quick quiff. <laughs> James Brown song. <laughs> I just want a quick quiff. Please, 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 give me a quick quiff. I just want a quick quiff. Wow. And that's what he does when he gets a quick quiff because the pussy thing. Wow. And the quick quiff. All right. Uh, what was I saying? Um... <laughs> How great oh, it was. Cliff Notes. Yeah. Uh, Bill Bellamy would often on his social media, Instagram, I think primarily, uh, do these things where he goes, true story. And he tells a story of certain things that he's experienced. And that was one of the stories when he tells what the context was behind the Bernie Mac, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, which was the dude before Bernie bombed so bad. Uh and Bill said, and what's funny, the building that we shot Def Jam in, all the green, all the, the what do you call it, with an artist, you're, you're not green room, but your dressing room. All the dressing rooms were several rooms on each level of stairs, flight. Oh, that's right, yeah. And he said, uh, when the dude bombed, Bill was underneath Bernie. And Bernie looked over his stairway and went, Bill! So that's, you know, and then hence he came out. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. So that's the context behind it. And and that's why you see, um, uh, who's DJ? Uh, Kid Capri. Kid Capri is laughing when he's doing it. Cause he, right. he's right. Yeah. Um, but to what you said, I don't know. Dude, that's I, the it, best. I, the way he packed that in, the story. You, you know why I'm he saying? He hit every but, bit but, of it. But you know why I'm saying? I don't know. Because everybody you talk to will say to you, Bernie Max, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, was a hit. Yeah. That moment was a hit. There are a lot of undecideds about Chris's moment yeah, in that moment. But there's personal reasons why. But everything he hit, everything that went on, on that stage and how he felt for this whole year in that short time period. And I think that's what made it great. If he would have done 20 minutes on it, it would have sucked. He did eight, seven, eight minutes on it and made it. Do you think it made a difference that he saved it till the end? What if he came out and open with it? 
You yeah. think he made the right choice to save it to the end? I think he made the right choice to save it to the end. I think that that is though hurts. I think it undervalues the stuff that he did in front of it because people are I waiting don't think for the it. stuff he did in front of it was that mind blowing. It was all. It was good though. It wasn't fantastic. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't know. Was at the level that and he talking did. about predictable. Some of that was predictable too. The, the the Kardashian joke where he ended the punchline with, and that's why they fucking niggas. I saw that coming. Yeah, but. It wasn't a bad special. It wasn't bad. Uh, I think at the end, it's better because why are you going to blow? You can't blow your load at the beginning. What are you going to do then? Hug? (laughs) You know, incidentally, (laughs) if you blow your load in the beginning before she's satisfied, you're not getting a hug. (laughs) I love it. Quick quiff. I like that shit. Quick quiff. All right. That should be. What the- if my name was Cliff? Hey, can Cliff get a quick quiff? It, that should be the name of the pod. Is what? Quick, quick, quick quiff. Quick quiff. God, I love it. <clears throat> hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're just wrapping up here on the Jazz Hour. I know it's not jazz, but because it is his birthday, we want to give respect and pay homage to the Godfather of Soul, James Brown. This is a new hit that has never been released. Uh, they said that this song was scheduled to be released, but then uh, they had complications. But his estate has just signed off on it. This is James Brown with Quick Quiff. Let me get a quick quiff. Quick quiff. Quick, quick, quick quiff. Wow. Quick quiff. You uh, should do the skit and then uh, dress up and put that on the Patreon. Mm, quick quiff, James Brown. Have a line of pussies just. Oh, do I need to tell? Do I need to get yes, dates? You do. Damn you guys! Didn't you hear the last episode? Uh, <laughs> God damn, you tired? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I don't know why. You know what? I'm watching the sun. Like the sun is setting, and the snow is out, and it's just. It's. Please don't let. The sun go down on me. I'm watching it. Isn't that an Elton John song? I think so. I think it's Elton John. Um, all right. You're listening to this uh, the week of uh, we're gonna, when we're going to be in uh, Omaha. 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 Yeah, three times. Uh, four if you're trying to get them off sides. Uh, March 17th <laughs> through the 18th, we'll be at the Funny Bone in Omaha. March 24th through the 26th, Aries. Miami Improv, March 24th through the 26th. March 30th through uh, April 2nd. Uh, we're going to be at LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas. And April 6th through the 8th, we're going to be back in Ohio at the Funny Bone in Columbus. Yes. April 27th through the 30th, we're going to be at the Improv in Arlington, Texas. And May 5th through the 7th, we're going to be back in Ohio. Just a bit outside. Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. That is it. (sighs) 
Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. You mean it? Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?